Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. It's Friday, June 3rd. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Two St. Louis aldermen and a former board member who recently resigned have pleaded not guilty to accusations of accepting cash, cars, and other items for helping a business owner receive tax breaks and purchase property. Assistant U.S. Attorney Hal Goldsmith says the charges stem from a -a two-and-a-half-year undercover investigation. It included the cooperation of a number of witnesses, the undercover recordings of literally hundreds of meetings and telephone calls, court-ordered search warrants and phone orders, Uh, the review of thousands of text messages and email communications. A grand jury indicted the three men last month, but a judge unsealed that document yesterday. The public corruption case is sending shockwaves through St. Louis City Hall. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman has more on the indictment against Louis Reed, Jeffrey Boyd, and John Collins Muhammad. In a 66-page indictment, prosecutors outline a complicated scheme in which a local convenience store owner gave Reed, the board president, and Alderman Boyd and Collins Muhammad cash, cars, and car repair in exchange for their help on development projects. Reed is also accused of helping the owner get his trucking company certified as a minority-owned business, which would make it easier for the owner to get government contracts. Each man faces bribery and racketeering charges. They could face 15 years in prison. Collins Muhammad resigned from the board in late May. In tweets announcing his resignation, he apologized for mistakes he had made. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. The indictment is creating uncertainty over who will lead the Board of Aldermen. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports. Reed says he doesn't plan on resigning from the Board of Aldermen presidency, which holds immense power over budgetary matters and the flow of legislation. Just like I always have, I've, I've, I've been a good steward for the city and I plan to continue to be a good steward to the city. If Reed and Boyd both step down, Alderman Joe Vollmer will likely ascend to the Board of Aldermen presidency. Vollmer has chaired major committees on the board. If convicted, Reed would have to leave office. If Reed remains, he'll be up for election again in 2023. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Jason is also reporting that Vollmer is planning to preside over today's Board of Aldermen meeting. In other news, Amazon is being accused of obstructing a federal investigation into that deadly warehouse collapse in Edwardsville. Members of the House Oversight Committee, including Representative Cory Bush, have sent a letter to Amazon's CEO noting that the company, quote, failed to produce requested documents. The committee opened an investigation into Amazon's labor practices after the company's Edwardsville warehouse collapsed and killed six workers during a tornado last December. Amazon has until June 8th to respond. Environmental justice organizers in the Metro East are calling on Ameren, Illinois, to offer relief from higher bills to the region's most vulnerable residents. The utility expects a typical customer in the Metro East to pay an extra $52 a month because the cost of generating electricity is much higher. Ameren, Illinois, says it will not profit from the increase because the utility does not generate the energy it supplies. Wyveta Granger directs Community Lifeline in East St. Louis, and says the hike will take more spending power away from vulnerable residents. Most low-income families use a large percentage of their income to pay for their utilities. It's rent and utilities. Those are the two primary concerns for them. 
Granger says the challenges compound for people with health conditions like asthma and diabetes who need electricity to run a nebulizer or keep insulin cool. Six Republican state senators in Missouri are facing primary challenges this summer. The GOP lawmakers who are up against intra-party competition on August 2nd have all been targets of the conservative caucus. That's a group of Republican senators who have been critical of Senate leadership. Drew Dampf of the Republican Missouri Senate Campaign Committee says one race worth watching is between incumbent Senator Justin Brown of Rolla and fellow GOP Representative Susie Pollack of Laclede County. Anytime you have a sitting state rep running against an incumbent senator, it's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be a clash of the titans. And uh, Senator Brown is taking the race really seriously. And I and I think, um, you know, we're, we'll probably see a lot of money spent on, on both sides in that race. Dampf was a guest on Politically Speaking. That episode is posted at stlpr.org. Military leaders say this is shaping up to be one of the worst recruiting years in decades. Halfway through this year's process, the Army is only at 23 percent of its goal. One problem is an over-reliance on recruits from military families. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports. Dozens of high school seniors who are planning to go into the military after graduation are in the gym at Waynesville High School in southern Missouri. It's an event put on by nearby Fort Leonard Wood to celebrate the students' decision to serve their country. Lanisha Cox is one of them. She's joining the Army. After COVID, I realized that the military is kind of a safe place to have to go and get college and get your still the job that you want and pursue the career that you want, even though COVID was making things a little bit hard for certain people. So that was why I chose to go, plus family legacy. That family legacy is strong. Her mom, grandfather, stepdad, and uncle all served. So did her grandmother, who encouraged Cox to enlist. She kind of talked to me about, like, I was kind of having no direction, not really knowing where to go, and she kind of set me on the right path to go somewhere. Cox's mom is one of the proud parents here at the celebration. Sergeant Latasha Blunt is six months away from retirement from the Army. She says she didn't push her daughter into the military, but she's glad she came to that decision. You know, you get to see different places, you get to meet different people, you get to learn a lot of stuff. So I think every kid should always just take that one step into the military, even if they don't stay. Just try that four years, get the college that they're going to give you and do what you got to do. I mean, after them four years, you could do anything. According to the Pew Research Center, 60% of veterans under 40 have an immediate family member who served. Among new recruits, 30% have a parent in the military, and 70% report a family member in the armed forces. That's an especially striking number, considering fewer than 1% of Americans have any military service time. Natalie Grogan researches military and veterans for the Center for New American Security, a Washington, D.C.-based think tank that's largely funded by military contractors. She says the military has to broaden its recruiting efforts. We can't rely on that anymore. Really, the, the time to have changed this reliance on military children pipeline to the military was several years ago. Not every military child goes on to serve, so that pool gets smaller. It's a vicious cycle, and it's really not sustainable in the future. The Army is looking at ways to get the attention of people who aren't in military families. One of its efforts is to expand the Junior Reserve Officers Training Corps programs in high schools. JROTC participants are twice as likely to enter the military than high school students at large. 
Major General James Bonner is the commander at Fort Leonard Wood, one of the Army's locations for basic training. He says senior leaders are committed to mentoring young people and encouraging them to consider the military. I joined and, and no one in my family had ever served before, but I had mentors out there that I became involved. And so I think that's the beauty of the junior ROTC programs and what we have here in these schools. Some young recruits don't put family history at the top of the list of why they signed up. Waynesville High School senior Travis Novak's dad served in the Army. But Novak says he enlisted in the Space Force not because of family ties, but rather because of what the military could offer him. I just want to uh, further my education in uh, science, especially physics. Um, I just have a love for uh, learning and uh, learning new things and trying out new things, and I think that the Space Force best suits me. Novak says he doesn't think a family connection is needed to get a high school kid's interest. As long as the recruiters are in the area, I think that it's not any more or less likely, per se. Another factor working against the military is that fewer young people are eligible to enlist. According to the Pentagon, 71% of Americans aged 17 to 24 are ineligible for the military, primarily because they're overweight, undereducated, or have criminal records. They can also be disqualified for using recreational drugs or taking prescription drugs like Adderall. Despite their recent recruiting challenges, military leaders have shown little interest in relaxing enlistment standards. In Rala, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. This story was produced by the American Homefront Project, a public media collaboration that reports on American military life and veterans. Funding comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.